Hi everyone, my name is Jala and I will be your host for this first episode of our KPMG Singapore Budget Insights. This is a video series where we unpack KPMG's key budget recommendations as we approach Budget 2024. The Singapore Budget is a strategic plan to address the challenges around us. In this episode, we will first touch on the global complexities that Singapore is facing and explore how despite such challenges, Singapore can take steps to prepare for the future and aim for growth. We have none other than our Head of Tax, Ajay Kumar Sanganavia, with us to kickstart the series and share his thoughts on this. Ajay, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jala. Happy to be here and share my thoughts. Great. Let us delve right in today. When it comes to challenges that Singapore is facing, can you give us an idea of what we can expect for the year ahead? Well, globally, there are economic uncertainties at the back of rising geopolitical tensions, high interest rate and high inflation. Coupled with manpower constraints that we continue to see in Singapore, uh, we are experiencing or noticing a weakened business outlook. Apart from these economic conditions, businesses will also need to pay attention to other developments to remain competitive. For example, changes in the global minimum tax regulations, as well as growing emphasis on technology and ESG. Given the various issues at play, I understand KPMG has come up with a host of recommendations this year to help Singapore businesses from all fronts. Can you give us a quick overview of the help and areas that businesses will need support in? Our budget proposals for this year are based on a 3E framework that Singapore government can consider. Let me elaborate more on each one of them. The first E is elevating Singapore's leadership as a competitive regional hub. The second E is empowering local enterprises for global growth and competitiveness. And the third E is enhancing enterprise resilience and capabilities. Three E's, that's easy to remember. Let us dive deeper into each of the E's. You have mentioned elevating Singapore's leadership as a competitive regional hub. Currently, Singapore has already strategically established itself as a prime regional destination for businesses and wealth management. Are there any specific areas or sectors that Singapore can focus on to cement its role? In our budget proposals, we have provided recommendations for a number of areas. But for today's discussion, let me highlight three key areas that Singapore can consider to solidify its leadership role in the region. First, given the developments to the global tax regulations, Singapore should proactively review its tax incentive offerings to be aligned with global requirements, yet remain attractive to investors. Second, on the innovation and digitalization front, Singapore should champion regional efforts, such as establishing itself as data innovation hubs or shared service centers and encourage public-private partnerships. Lastly, Singapore should also be at the forefront of tackling climate change. This can be done through climate financing and ESG initiatives. In addition, with its innovative prowess, Singapore can become an exporter of green solutions in energy and infrastructure. These areas do sound very promising for Singapore and I'm keen to know more. To align with Singapore's vision as a regional hub, it is also important for businesses to be able to compete on the global or regional stage. How can they do that? Digitalization and sustainability are two key areas where Singapore enterprises can gain a competitive advantage. With digitalization, companies can reshape operational landscape, increase productivity and deliver superior customer experience. On this front, we have recommended various ways Singapore can administer grants to encourage implementation and ease cash flow 
concerns for businesses. The transition towards net zero presents another significant opportunity where we have proposed a wide array of recommendations. For example, Singapore can create decarbonization industry roadmaps to empower smaller enterprises in their sustainability journey. Singapore can also take an institutional-led approach to encourage the permeation of green buildings around us. Mm. Yes, there's definitely two huge areas that our businesses can work on when growing their global presence. But in the near term, some of these enterprises, especially the smaller ones, are worried about cost. Some may also be concerned about whether they have the necessary expertise to scale. Do you agree? Yes, it is definitely essential for Singapore to equip its enterprises with capabilities to tackle immediate challenges while maintaining robust fiscal policies. One immediate challenge for businesses is to preserve cash. One way to do is to digitize payment verification processes so that enterprises can receive cash faster. Countries like UK and Australia have also introduced codes of conduct to encourage prompt payments, which is something Singapore can look into. Another challenge for businesses is to develop their capabilities. To this end, Singapore can create opportunities for smaller enterprises to participate in government tenders. For example, tenders can be broken down into smaller projects or larger tenders can include subcontracting requirements. Lastly, helping enterprises to attract and retain talents is also important. Singapore can consider relaxing certain regulations like the Compass Framework to provide more flexibility for businesses to hire during this manpower constraint that we are facing. From our conversation, it shows that the strategy for the coming year ahead is to uplift Singapore at all levels, whether internationally, regionally or nationally, to ensure optimal growth for the country to overcome the challenges ahead. We've come to the end of our first episode. A special thanks once again to Ajay for unpacking KPMG's budget proposal for us and summarizing it in a nutshell. Stay with us for our upcoming episodes where we continue to share more about our budget proposal.